0: Thanks everybody for joining us today. I'm Johnny Anderson. And I'm sitting down today with Bruce Adams and GP. Good afternoon, Bruce. How are you this afternoon? Ah, uh, still alive, uh, but, but
1: annoyed at uh, the, the riots and whatnot going on. But uh, yeah, 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 good. Yeah, way.
0: you listening to some Spotify or some Apple iTunes? You listening to some of that? They got some good suggestions yes. up there today.
1: Yeah, yeah. Good suggestions. One of which we can't actually. Uh, one of which we can't actually say on recording.
0: <laughs> no, no. Unfortunately, we can't. Because but we could say specifics. the abbreviation. Yeah, we could say the abbreviation of it. So uh-huh. Apple, right? Apple today, they change, Like, if you go into their iTunes store, and I think anybody that has an Apple device, I think you can do this. You go into like their iTunes uh, store, your you know, whatever it is you listen to with their music, and if you go to the browse section, they actually—I don't know if it's if they've changed this back or not—but this was caught just a little while ago, and they changed the browse tab to "f the police." that's what it was changed to. So and not to be outdone, right? Not to be outdone. Spotify did something similar. They turned around and they uh, they changed their suggestions. Bruce, you and I both got those suggestions this morning. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. We've got at least, uh, let me see, I've got four. Let me see four. Yeah, I've got eight categories too. I've got eight categories at the top of my Spotify that are in, sol- in solidarity with Black Lives Matter. Yeah. And, you know,
1: uh, I, w- I was talking to someone here recently and uh talking about that I was earlier today actually. You know, did did people seem to have forgotten that Black Lives Matter, the the organization, you know, shot some police. Like there was some stuff that happened here, I don't know, a few years ago when this all kind of cropped up and all the other riots and whatnot that we had uh in relation to that. You know, I I, I kinda feel like people forgot that. Now I understand that the entire movement of Black Lives Matter probably doesn't condone that. And most of the people that follow it, or a good portion of them, don't agree with that. But mm-hmm. why would you align yourself with a group that does that? Uh, it just, yeah, it just, it, I'm I'm honestly, uh, full disclosure, I use an ad blocker when I listen to Spotify and I'm more resolved to continue doing that. I, I have no interest of uh, sending any money to them at this point.
0: Now... You have an ad blocker, so obviously you don't get the ads, but do you get access to all the music on there? Because I know some of it's behind a paywall. Do you still get access to all that stuff, even with an ad blocker?
1: As far as I know, I don't know if I don't have any music that I'm aware of
0: that I don't, uh, that I don't okay. get access to. Uh, okay. the main thing some I don't get access to
1: is things like offline playing.
0: Okay. Yeah. You know, all right. Yeah, all right. That. yeah. That's a big thing. That's a big thing. So, because I, I, I have Spotify because I, you know, I, I'm in, I'm in the gym a lot. So mm-hmm. I, it's it's just easier, right? And obviously, I don't have uh, I don't have like the Google whatever it is that they've got. And I because you need to store all that stuff. I, I'm not going to go through and, and pick out you know pay two dollars for this one, two dollars or euros or whatever for each one. I'll just download what I want, pay one flat fee, and be done with it. So Spotify does that for me. On top of the fact we're listed on Spotify, so, you know I, I yeah yeah, but we're also that, free on the, Spotify. Yeah. So we're also free on Spotify. That, that's so. kind of a catch 22
1: a little bit, you know? Yeah, it is. I'm glad to be on the platform. But at the same time, man, I don't agree
0: with the practice there. Well, here's the thing, though. Here's the thing, though. Spotify. I've been told this. Okay, I've been told this. Spotify is in the process of let me put it this way. They know which way behind the scenes the wind is blowing. Mm -hmm. And so this is also one of the reasons you see them sign Joe Rogan for 100 million uh, hundred billion dollars. and the day they announced that signing, their stock price went up by about two and a half billion dollars. So yeah. behind the scenes, right and and one, one of Joe's stipulations of his contract, and he's made this public one one of his stipulations of his contract was uncensored. And he can have on whoever he wants, whenever he wants. He gets to call his own Uh shots. And so if they're going to give that to the world's largest podcaster in his own platform, the guy's got hundreds of millions of dollars of of advertising and endorsements anyway. He doesn't need that. He, He doesn't need that. But he took that deal because he knew that the people behind Spotify are aware of what's going on, the agenda is being pushed, and they're going to be looking in a certain direction. And it's not the direction everybody thinks that they're going. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. let's just wait and see. Let's wait and see. I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful. We'll just have to wait and see. Anyway. Okay. So uh, let's get into DC, right? Let's, uh, it's inevitable, right? Let's get into these, these garbage yep. riots, man. I'm so sick of this crap already. I'm just, I'm done with it. Look what they're doing to these cities, right? We got into mm-hmm. some of the groups yesterday. We got into like the Antifa, you know, stage and bricks and um, all the organizations behind that got into a little bit. And to be fair, you you talked there about BLM. To be fair, they were actually, th- some of their protesters, they were actually able to see through a lot of that agent provocateur stuff. You know, they, they were able to see through that stuff, especially like with the bricks and things like that. They're like, wait a minute, wait a minute. They're going to blame that stuff on us. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. I'll give them credit where credit's due, at least in that sense. You know, you're smart enough to understand that you're being set up with all this and you're going to get the bad press. You know, you're going to get the you're going to get called out for doing that. You're going to get targeted by law enforcement. But anyway, side issue. So let's get into this. They were in D.C. last night. They put Trump in the bunker. Yeah. Yep. So he comes out. After all this, right? After all that happened with you know tear gas, rubber bullets, dispersed the crowd, all that stuff. Trump actually came out and walked down the street amidst all the graffiti and everything. Did you know that? I did hear about
1: it. I I haven't seen anything
0: on it though. I don't quite see the last two guys, or even the last three or four guys that sat in that office doing exactly the same thing. Do you? I I don't quite see them doing that. So I'll give him credit for uh, for going out and making a statement on it. So. By that happening, okay he he also he also goes across the street and he poses with a Bible. Now I want to get your take on this because some Republican, uh, some GOP members are calling him out, saying, "Oh, it's a photo op. It's disgraceful. It's antithetical to the teachings of you know of Christianity and all this stuff." It's a photo op. It's a photo. Yeah, right. It's it's a photo. What's so bad about you know? Why are they getting all tied up and and bunched up over this? What what's their problem? Honestly, I, I have.
1: The only thing I can figure is the, they're getting all in a a tizzy over it is the comment about you loot, we shoot and, and basically, you know, calling on the governors to, to have a heavier hand and and the mayors and whatnot. That's the only thing I can figure, but it's politics. This is, this is politicking, right? It's about image. It's about the message you put forth and about the. Uh, policies you you enact and everything. So yeah, he's going to do the, the the politicking. He's going to do the pictures. I mean, it's, it's so it's a photo op. I mean, get over it. Uh, this is I, I don't know. I, I I don't see any problem with it personally. And honestly, my personal opinion: when you start violating people's rights and destroying property and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, tr- the uh, the president's tweet is correct and accurate. But that's that's me as a Christian.
0: Yeah. OK, well, I, I see that. But here, uh, listen to this one. This is going to catch you off guard. Right. So the Southern Poverty Law Center, you know, we were talking about that group yesterday when we were talking about all these mm-hmm. um, uh, these people that are behind these these groups. Even they. OK, now that's a far left organization. OK, they, they, even they have come out and said that there is no clear evidence that white supremacists are sparking riots. Even they've said this. You know, you would expect them, of all people, to come out and say, oh, well, that's that's all that's out there. But even them, right, they're not saying that. They say there's no clear evidence the white supremacists are participating in rioting, looting, or uh, excuse me, in rioting and looting, sweeping across U.S. cities following the death of George Floyd. They put this out in the New York Times, right? Now, the New York Times is a useless rag anyway, right? Everybody knows that. It's a piece of garbage, right? Owned and operated mostly by... Uh, a, a Mexican cart you know drug cartel kingpin uh and it's run well it's it's I think what what was it the number three paper in the country that was taken out full page ads by the CCP yeah yeah, yeah. so I mean like it's a propaganda sheet right it's nonsense so my point is is that even a far left organization like the splc's coming out and in the New York Times in their mouthpiece there saying that oh, wait a minute This is not being done by white supremacists. This is a quote from one of their research analysts who tracks white supremacists and other anti-government extremist groups, right? Listen to this quote. He says, I have not seen any clear evidence that white supremacists or militiamen are masked up and going out to burn and loot. So on Monday, Politico, they reported an account linked to white supremacists was posing as far left groups, Antifa, that espouses anarchist views and encouraging violence early last week. So that was two days after the the incident with Floyd. Is the guy from the SPLC right? Is he he right? Because when I look at those pictures like I saw yesterday, I see the Antifa members. I don't know. You can't really call them white supremacists, can you? I mean, there are a bunch of, you know, meth head white people, but you can you call them white supremacists? I, I mean, I I wouldn't.
1: Well, they they call themselves they identify themselves as anarcho anarcho communists.
0: Right. So. Right. But they, they identify as anarcho communists, but they don't identify as white supremacists. They don't claim to be that Antifa mm-hmm. I'm speaking of. Right, right. So I'm just, I'm looking at his, like this guy's quote, and I'm taking it in a literal sense, right? Certainly there's no militiamen out there. Certainly they're not there because those are the ones that are out there protecting businesses. So they're not the ones that are going to be out there uh, smashing up uh, a police car with a skateboard, right? Wearing all black and a face mask. That's a basement dweller, uh, left-wing crybaby millennials, what that is. Uh, that is one of the anarcho-communists. But... I find it very interesting. They came out and they, they said or they made such a statement like that because that that to me, I mean, that's that's something that really shocked me because that's an organization that calls out pretty much uh, anything that, you know, that doesn't uh, doesn't conform to their uh, their far left agendas. And I, I hate this idea. Right. I keep uh, and I'm falling into it myself. I hate this idea that I'm saying far left, far right and all this stuff. I hate that because technically there's no difference. There, there's no difference mm-hmm. between these two. None. Almost none. Like one's about one's about race and territory and the other one's a class based system. That's it. Like, there's your difference. You want to talk about the difference between these two, like the far right and the far left. There's your difference. You want to know what the what separates them? That that's it.
1: That's actually a good point to bring up about the riots is it's not about race right now. No,
0: right. No, uh, I
1: mean, the media kind of pushes it as if it is a little bit, you know, uh, saying that it's, uh, it, you know, it's about Floyd and everything. But no. It's these extremist left extremist groups that are basically engaging in class warfare. This is literally a fight against the you know the class system and everything. They're attacking businesses and people that are well off or more well off than they are. And you know, there's a few outliers. That's not the case. I've seen videos of uh, homeless having their uh, stuff taken and burned and whatnot. But
0: that was a terrible thing. They're though. mostly. Austin that, that was pretty bad. That was awful, yeah, man. Was yeah. I mean, we did a thing last night, like a behind the scenes thing, which we're going to, we're going to make that, that is going to be available. We're working on it, but that we did that kind of off the side. And I know we criticized like the, uh, you know, we were, we were criticizing like the homeless epidemic and all that stuff. We were giving our takes on it. And when I saw that video of that guy with his mattress being burned, man, that was terrible. Like that really got to me. Yeah, That really got yeah. to me. It's like that, that's, that's yeah. not right. And he was a veteran of all things, you know, mm-hmm. Mm. so yeah it's it's uh, pretty it's just, rough that, that's, that was that yeah. was a rough thing to that's see. Terrible, but they don't care i mean it
1: class warfare you know that's uh, just that's what it is
0: but I mean, is it class warfare, though? Is it really class? Is it really class warfare? I mean, that's what they're claiming it is. You you yeah. bring up that you bring up that point. Right. And that's an interesting point. I actually I wanted to talk on that yesterday, but I really didn't get a chance because it just slipped my mind because we were talking about so many other things. But mm-hmm. I want to mention mm-hmm. here because you bring up class warfare. Right. One of the biggest things about class warfare, it was put. I mean, obviously, that's that's a dialectic that comes from Marx, right? That's a that's a process that mm-hmm. comes from Marx, the class warfare thing. So it's a class struggle. Everything's a struggle, right, in, in Marxism. So one of the biggest provocateurs of this in the 20th that we dealt with was a guy named Saul Alinsky. Saul Alinsky wrote Rules for Radicals, right? This is the guy, by the way, that Hillary Clinton idolized, wrote letters to him, praising him, talking about how great he was and all this. Now, by the way, Saul Alinsky, for those that don't know, rules for radicals. I would encourage you to, to at least read the, uh, the summary of the book, right, if nothing else. But Saul Alinsky rules for radicals. He dedicated, this is how evil and sick this guy was. He dedicated the book to Lucifer, okay? To give you an idea of, of where he was intellectually and, and from an idealistic standpoint, he dedicated his book to Lucifer, right? So they have to pledge their allegiance to that because it's a materialistic ideology, right? Marxism. That's what it is. There, there's no form of any religion or anything like that, right? Marx even declared uh, religion to be the opioid of the masses. So that's what it is. Now, Alinsky, right. Alinsky had several different steps, right? These are actually, you know, there was a plan he laid out on how to do these things. And so I just want to run down these things. OK, this is how do you in, in Alinsky's own view, right? In all so Alinsky's own view. This is how you would create a social state. So you would have eight levels of control, right? These have to be obtained before you're able to create a social state. So the first one, right, this is the most important. Okay. Now I want you, as I go down through these, I want you to tell me at the end of this, right? I want you to think on this and I want you to think, are we here? Are we here? Are, are we seeing a push in all these areas? Okay. Because this is extremely important. Number one, healthcare. Do you want me to answer as we go over these? Oh, no, no, no. no! I had to turn the brightness of my screen up. <laughs> Um No, I mean, because I, I, I can already we, say, uh, Oh, yeah. yeah. We can discuss. Yeah, we can discuss this. We can we can discuss this each part if you'd like. I mean, if that'd be easier. So, number one, yeah. healthcare. Right. They have to control healthcare, right? When they can control healthcare, then they can control the population. Okay. Mm-hmm. So uh, we're definitely seeing a push for healthcare, right? It's all yep. especially with all this this COVID nonsense that's floating around now. Oh yes, yes, we gotta have mm-hmm. gotta have healthcare, right? We gotta nationalize healthcare in mm-hmm. order to do this right. Right. So I mean, mm-hmm. but it's mm-hmm. been a long push up to this point about healthcare, right? Government needs to run healthcare because, you know, private insurance companies, costs are out of control, people go bankrupt. Well, if that's a surefire way to bankrupt it, you put the government in control of it. Oh, okay, well, number care. two. Obamacare, yeah. Number two, poverty. Okay, poverty. This is a this is another another step in this. You have to increase the poverty level as high as possible. Poor people are easier to control and they won't fight back if you're willing to provide everything for them to live. Now, are we seeing that? Are we seeing that? I think so. Everything now is about more and more government subsidies, right? You know, more and more. Uh, benefits and payments and taxes and all this stuff, right? Tax refunds, all that stuff. So credits, I mean, you you name it. So everything's about you becoming poorer, but you think you're actually becoming more wealthy when in fact it's the opposite. So this is the bait and switch from it. So the government gives you something and you think, oh, okay, well, I'm I'm actually, I'm going to subsidize my income. The $600 a week, good example, right? $600 a week. You think, oh, I'm not going to go out and get a job because I'm making an extra $600. You're actually becoming poorer, By staying on that $600, because you're not earning anything for yourself, you're taking it from a system that's creating it out of nothing. So by doing Mm -hmm. that, by a population doing that, you're actually destroying the fundamental foundation of the economical and monetary system itself that will not be able to sustain itself long term. You have people
1: like AOC saying, encouraging people not to go back to work. Correct. And telling people, you know, you
0: should stay home. So yeah, there's definitely a push for that. And universal basic incomes, right? That also plays Mm-hmm. universal basic, yeah. basic incomes, government subsidized housing, food stamps, mm-hmm. welfare, mm-hmm. Medicaid, Medicare, all this stuff, every form of government assistance. I mean, I understand that some people go on it. You know, they're, they, they go on it because they don't have any other alternative, but they want to go on it to get themselves off of it. OK, so I, I get it. Right. I'm not I'm not blaming yeah. all that here. Yeah. So. You know, because those those programs, that's what they were created for in the first place was to go on it to make sure that you don't starve to death so you can actually go back out and, and get yourself back back on your feet. Makes perfect sense. Right. But right. we're in a realm now where it's just turned into this giant welfare state and we just can't sustain it any longer. So, yes, poverty. Very important. Nation of renters also plays into that. Right. They don't want anybody to actually own their home. OK, number three. You're going to love this one, Bruce. Debt. Increase the debt to an unsustainable level. That way, you're able to increase taxes, and this will produce even more poverty. Where are we at on the debt? Twenty five trillion dollars. Yeah, at least twenty five trillion. Do you know? If not more. Yeah, w- between George Washington and Ronald Reagan, between that time, okay, George Washington to Ronald Reagan, a couple hundred years. That alone, it took that amount of time to create one trillion dollars worth of debt. And where are we at now? From Ronald Reagan to Donald Trump, we've created an additional twenty four trillion in that amount of time. So if you think they're going to stop here, you're crazy. So debt, right? What have they done over the last 20 years? Early part of the century, turn of the century, about the year 1999 to 2000, they issued orders by the central bank to issue unlimited credit. That's where it started. This is why we ended up with the crash of 08, because they issued unlimited credit. People could get all kinds of stuff, right? They could go out and get credit cards. They go out and get cars. They go out and get houses. No credit checks, bankruptcy, divorce. We don't care, right? We'll give it to you. Eventually, that party ended. Now we're here again. That party's ended. So, you know, up until all this, it was what? You know, we talked about this morning just a little bit briefly. You know, the car dealerships not giving out the loans now. Well, because the car dealerships themselves aren't going to get the loans. So what do we have now? Because of that, before all this, we had banks over lending and lending to people that didn't qualify. That weren't citizens, you know. Which again, doesn't qualify. So you had unqualified people giving money because the banks were flushed with cash and told to give it. And if the banks ran out, well, the bank just calls up the Fed and says, "Hey, we're out of money. Uh, we over, we lent. Uh, I don't know. Uh, we lent fifty million today, and we we don't have it." So, uh, we're going to need that, right? So, the Fed just gives it to them, and this is what's happening now. Now, they're they're in the process of, of just giving the banks whatever they need. So, they're just adding more and more and more and more debt, right? It's just, it's a never-ending cycle. We're in the realm of modern monetary theory now, aren't we? You know, just, yeah. just print it. You know, we'll just we'll just make everybody a millionaire. Right. Problem solved. Right. That's where we're at. So debt. Number three, debt. Very important. Got to create that. And it's got to be to an unsustainable level. Number four, (laughs) gun control. You remove the ability to defend yourselves from your government. This is key for them. That way you're able to create a police state and then you can dominate over the population. Have they been pushing for gun control for the longest of times? I mean, never let a good crisis go to waste. Right. That's we always hear that. So Every time there's any kind of an inkling of some type of shooting, right, that's usually some wound up nutcase. What happens? Oh, we've got this. We've got to take all the guns now for the kids. We got to do it for the children. Right. It's got to happen. And so this is another one of their things. This is what they do. Right. You've got to take the guns. You have to take the guns. Very important because if you don't take the guns, then you're going to have a population that could be a possible opposition to you. Well, actually, in this case, it would be a, a, a certain opposition to you. Understand yeah. something in a totalitarian system, no matter what side it comes from, I don't care. Right. In a totalitarian system of any kind, The dictators and this power structures in those totalitarian systems themselves always stamp out possible opposition, not surefire opposition, possible opposition. Example, 1930s, Soviet Union, Joseph Stalin's running the show over there, okay? One year before World War II broke out, and when I say World War II broke out, I'm talking about the Nazi invasion of Poland, okay? Operation Goliwitz. One year prior to that, Stalin had 30,000, 30,000 of his Red Army officers, officers, I'm talking officers, lieutenants and above, 30,000 of them lined up and shot because they could have been possible opposition to him. So you want to know why the Red Army took all those losses like they did? You want to know why they lost all those millions and millions and millions? Because of that wasn't because the the Germans were superior, wasn't because of the elements. It's because they didn't have the structure in place because Stalin's fanaticism from being a dictator, because he stamped out, quote, possible opposition all the way down to that to instill fear in the rest of the power structure. That's what caused him to lose all those troops. So that's what led his his uh, his army to ruin. It wasn't the fact that uh, they were incompetent. It was the fact that they just he eliminated the power structure that were to guide those those soldiers. So just a little history lesson, anyway. So yes, gun control. I don't know how I got onto that, but uh, why well, possible opposition? Uh, to add to it, you also have the rioters. You, you
1: can't defend yourself against the revolutionaries that are trying. Oh to- yes. Yes right.
0: well see the revolutionaries in this case right the, the 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 thugs out there in the streets right the the bums the degenerates the you know the, what the skanks, whatever you want to call them right the, these losers okay the the ones that are out there in the streets, the mobs in the streets, they're useful idiots that's what they are they're useful idiots, and they think that they're going to have some kind of seat at the table if this all goes through and works in that direction they're thinking it's not right never works that way. They are the Menshkeviks of our time, and when I say that. What happened to them? There was a larger group that facilitated above the Mensheviks. They aided the Bolsheviks in, in, in Russia 100 years ago. What happened to them when they came to power? Wiped out. See you later. So they're a disposable group, right? They're a group that will raise hell and cause havoc and, and all that stuff. But in the end, they'll be scapegoated and gotten rid of, right? Same thing with the brown shirts right? Do you remember them? Hitler's uh, Hitler's thugs mm-hmm. in the streets? Mm-hmm. Same type, right? You go back and you look at the history of the brown search in, uh, in Germany prior to Hitler coming to power. Look at their tactics. Look at the tactics of the ones in the streets in the US, I assure you. And they're calling themselves anti fascist Isn't that clever? Isn't that clever? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Number five, welfare. You take control of every aspect of people's lives in the welfare system. Okay. You've got food, you've got housing, you've got income. Those three things. So you grab control of that. Very important. They gotta have that. Do they have control of housing? We've got Section 8 housing in the United States, yes? So they don't have full control of housing. Food. Uh, food stamp programs. They, Bureau of Agriculture. They kind of do.
1: They they kind of do on housing though. Uh because if, if you want to for example, if you want to build a house wherever you want, you can't.
0: True. Yeah. Okay. All right. You have to get the So right, essentially, you know. essentially, it's like the land. Yeah. The land, like permits and all that stuff. Yeah. Okay. I, uh-huh. I, I see. I see uh-huh. what you're yeah. Okay. So your your favorite group, the BLM, and I don't mean Black Lives Matter in this mm. case, mm-hmm. the Bureau of mm-hmm. Land Management. Welfare. Yes. They've got to take control of food, housing, and income. Welfare system. Income. There's your income. Uh, obviously, the the food system that plays again. Food stamps. Right. Housing. Section eight. Right. We got that. Number six, education. Take control of what people read and listen to. Take control of what children learn in school. Do they have the education system? Yes. From top to bottom. They've got the universities. They're a lost cause, right? They're a lost cause. That's it. That's all there is to it. The amount of money that are funneled into these universities tailored to a a hard anarchist agenda is disgusting. You want to know the ones that are in the streets out there right now burning your city down? they're coming out of these universities. That's where they learn this nonsense. Or the types that are instigating that are teaching the others that didn't go to these universities because they're too stupid to get into them. Public education. You still got your kids in public schools? What are you crazy? Are you crazy? This is why they want private education shut down. They want homeschooling shut down. But see, now they're advocating for it. But they want to advocate for it in their system, right? In the public school education for your child at home. See, that's what it's all about. So education, very important. Department of Education, they've already got it, right? They've already got it. So education, right? That one's locked up. Number seven, I want your take on this one. Religion, they have to remove the belief in God from the government and the schools. I said, materialistic. Saul Alinsky's ideology, obviously anarcho-communism, essentially. Materialistic, no existence of religion whatsoever. So there's that aspect, all right? So your take on that, mm-hmm. on the religious side.
1: Well, they keep pushing the separation of church and state which isn't in the constitution by the way. It's the government isn't supposed to have a state run religion. So you, you know, you don't have some crazy like Jim Crow laws or or something like that based on religion. But um yeah, no, they're they're I uh, that's taking it out, taking prayer and and the Bible out of schools back in the 60s. Um more or less you get mocked for being a Christian in schools nowadays. Mm. So, yeah. Uh that, that Totally makes sense. They're trying to push that out.
0: And uh, you mentioned it yesterday, just briefly. Uh, they were listed as uh, almost uh, domestic terrorist organizations under mm-hmm. uh, some of the uh, the government documents that were released back in two thousand eight, two thousand nine, somewhere along in there. In, in some of those yeah, things, in the
1: early years, yeah, the early years yeah. of uh-huh. the Patriot Act, yeah.
0: Uh huh. On top of that, on top of that, under the last administration, they were targeted by the IRS. Yeah. They were. So number eight. This is the final step in Solinsky's plan, right? Number eight, class warfare. Divide the people Mm. into the wealthy and the poor. And this will cause more discontent. And it will be easier to take the wealthy with the support of the poor through taxation. What are we hearing now? Tax the rich, tax the wealthy. They don't pay their fair share, right? So all this is there. Okay. Does any of this sound like it's happening in the United States? Any of what I mentioned, right? Any of the stuff we just gone over? What Alinsky did, what Saul Alinsky did, he he just simplified Vladimir Lenin's original take on, on the world when it came to his conquest for communism. Okay, so under under Russian rule, Stalin later converted this idea of people that carry this agenda to useful idiots. What did I say about Antifa? Right. Useful idiots. Same thing. Mm hmm. So the useful idiots understand this, right? This is key. The useful idiots, whoever they are, right, in every country where they've done this, the useful idiots have destroyed every nation they've seized power and control in. And it's happening at the US right now in your city, right? It's happening there. This is where we're at. My city? This is your city. Your city too. How you doing, GP? <laughs> Didn't even know you were in here. Good. <laughs> yes, it's happening in your city. It's happening in Los Angeles right now. So I know it's happening stuff, in Los Angeles. Every all this stuff. State that yeah. has all that. Yes. These are useful idiots. These are the useful idiots of our time. So they call themselves. They're not. OK, stop, stop. These aren't useful idiots. OK, yes, they these are. are
2: people that OK, you, you're saying that the people that generally these these uneducated people through some part of it, no fault of their own. These are idiots.
0: Yes. No, no, no. You're, you missed the whole context. No, you missed the whole context of everything I was okay. trying to explain. OK, good, 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 good. This good. is sorry. This is what I'll just recap for you. This is what we were going through the steps of Saul Alinsky's Rules for Radicals. Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah. And this is this is what Stalin called the group of useful idiots, people that carried this agenda. Right. The ones that would go out Mm -hmm. there and promote these agendas, because Mm -hmm. there's an overarching structure on top of this control freak system that they're trying to that they're trying Mm -hmm. to create that they'll use those groups underneath to carry out this agenda. And they'll be flushed in the end. Right. The brown shirts of Germany right? Useful idiots for their time, weren't they? They outlived their usefulness. They were thugs. They were street thugs. They went out and they burned and Mm -hmm. smashed up storefronts and beat up people that were trying to protect their businesses. Sound familiar? Sound Mm -hmm. familiar? Okay. What happened to them in the end? Once Hitler grabbed power, see you later, right? That was them. So Antifa, same thing, right? These are the groups we're dealing with, okay? Useful idiots of our time because they'll be scapegoated in the end. They'll be used and as agitators and, and instigators to start all this stuff and create all these problems and smash out of these stores and burn society to the ground. But in the end, they're not going to make it if they can continue with this takeover. So they're just being used. That's all. Yes. So that's the point I was trying to make. So you asked if they were idiots. They're useful okay. idiots in this sense. But anyway, how are you doing today? Well, I'll probably be on the news somewhere in my neighborhood. neighborhood OK, news. what's up? What
2: Tell us about it. What happened? These self-entitled little people punks with their uh souped up little cars they spin down in our neighborhoods they come in i don't know if you guys have had this ever happen or they they do donuts in your uh in your on your streets they do donuts in your neighborhoods they do them they specifically do them at any crossroads so if uh you're you have a straight street and it you know has a cross intersection they do donuts there in residential area well today one of them almost hit a child and he sped off. They're laughing. I happened to be on my motorcycle and I went chasing him down. And what
0: is, uh, ch- what is it with you chasing people that just really upset you? What What is it with that?
2: I, uh, because people, a complacent society is a weak society, and they're the problem. If you don't stand up and do something about these issues, you might as well be on their side. You might as well be going, "Yay, yeah, rape us, awesome."
0: GP, do you, mm-hmm. do, do you know that this is why we started this podcast? <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, I'm, yes. I'm just saying.
2: I know, I'm aware of that, but I have more than I. I have no problem going out there and and explaining, you know. Or doing what's right and wrong. I don't. I don't like words. You know, as, as many times you see, I'll, I'll stutter here and there with my little speech problem, whatever. But I like my actions. Actions speak a lot louder than words. When I'm going out there picking up trash, when I'm going out there returning two baskets, when we're out there helping people, giving water, giving donating food, doing whatever it is out there that me and my community are doing for us. That's actions. But all you get to hear is all these little whiny little voices. Nobody doing anything. Well, this little these little punks are in our neighborhoods in front of my face. So I'm chasing it down. I rate kind of raged out. I'll admit, I kinda of raged out, not thinking that chasing these guys is actually worse than them doing that little spin out. Because now they're they're going hundred miles an hour down a neighborhood. So it didn't take me long. It just took me one turn and I realized gotta let it go. These guys are gonna end up smashing into a car. Load of children, and it would have been my fault. It would have been. You've been like, no, that's not your fault. No, it is my fault. I took responsibility of putting these individuals. It's partially my responsibility to make sure that you know my community is safe. My so neighborhoods are, are gonna, safe. Why are you going
0: to be on the news? Uh, because I was going
2: 100 miles an hour down, <laughs> down around. Oh, okay, road. <laughs> okay. Thankfully, yeah, right. you know, bless whatever powers may be. I did not. Hopefully, maybe I scared the living god out of these. People, I don't know, but we have to stand up and do stuff, people. I mean, you know, you, not riots. No, but not, you're right. Not Now's not going time. out burning buildings, not going Now's out hurting people and smashing people. You get Now's up, you stand up.
0: To speak out. Mm-hmm. Now's the yes. time to speak out. You have to now. If you don't no, do it now. Every
2: time is a time to speak up. Every time is a time to speak up. Yes,
0: but now more than ever. Now's the time. That it's imperative now. We saw this coming a year ago, didn't we? We, we saw this mm-hmm. coming. We knew what was coming. So we thought we've got to do this now, like I'm speaking of mm-hmm. last year. We've got to do this now, because if we don't do it now, then we're not going to. So we we, we decided last year that that's, that was the time, right? Because we could see this coming right now. It's here mm-hmm. right now. It's, a, it's imperative, as you said, it's imperative on every single person out there to speak out, right? Whether you agree with somebody or not, right? It's your right and it's your duty to speak up and speak out on everything. Anything that you see that doesn't fit, right? You've got to do it because if you don't, well, how'd you put it? You you just might as well. well <laughs> I don't want to say
2: that again <laughs> because it's a moment of a, being upset, but well, you're complacent in it. You are complacent. You are part of the problem. You're allowing this to happen. You're going, bravo, bravo. Awesome. This is great. I love the degeneration of my society. I love my neighborhood falling apart. I love being just bullied by these anarchists. If you think these are these guys have some sort of agenda, it's there is, but mm, can't even talk again. There goes. Breathe. One, two, three.
0: <laughs> Red leather, yellow leather. Red leather, <laughs> yellow leather. Woosah, GP. Woo-saw. Okay. <laughs> Woosah. Woosah. Yes. Rake the sand, right? Get into your get into your sand yeah. moment. Okay. All right, let's jump uh, up to New York. Cuomo, right? mm-hmm. You guys remember him? You know that that guy that's mm-hmm. an accessory to murder up there? You know, the one that put all those old people in those back in those homes that had COVID. You know, that one. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He urges Bill de Blasio, you know, the communist mayor of New York. Right. He urges him to use more cops against the looters after a night of intense protest in NYC. By the way, one of the protesters that was arrested for uh, I believe it was throwing uh, bricks at the cops or rocks or something was Bill de Blasio's daughter. And after that, he imposed a curfew on the city. And he said publicly that he was proud of his daughter, if you guys can believe that. But Governor Cuomo slammed de Blasio on Tuesday night for not deploying enough police officers to stem looting in the state's most populous city. Cuomo's comments came after a night of widespread property destruction and hundreds of arrests. Quote from him, I believe the mayor underestimates the scope of the problem. I believe he underestimates the duration of the problem. And I don't think they've used enough police to address the situation. How bad is it in New York? Is it that bad? Good question. I don't know. I'm not there. You got, 38, all you I, you got tell you 38, I just
2: know that I got warnings that I got warnings from my friends that I'm not, I really should not go south of the five Is and anywhere near the 110. No, no. Okay. it's, it's better. these are my, these are my, you know, because guess minority friends. They said, I can't go. I can't go at all.
0: Don't, don't even try because they're chanting, kill white people, kill white people. Yeah. OK, well, I and mean, um, Cuomo, so makes an inter- Cuomo makes an interesting point here, right? He says you got thirty eight thousand police officers, deploy them, give them support on the vi-. he says on the tape to me, right? As he's watching the, uh, the looting, he says you see a lot of looting and not enough police mm-hmm. presence because they've been told to stand down largely mm-hmm. by the by the useless mayor of New York, right? The piece of trash. That's what he is. And and mm-hmm. even say like even Cuomo, right? He says <laughs> even Cuomo says, can you displace a mayor? Yes a mayor can be removed. He says it's not happened. I can't find a precedent. But theoretically, it is legally possible. How about you remove the piece of garbage then? Don't just come out and say it. Do it. Right. He's a piece of sh- I'm not saying it. I'm not saying it. Are you have anyway, speech issue like I am. No, but it's yeah, just that thing. I can't say these swear words. I don't know. It just stops me. I don't know why. But anyway, he says it's a bizarre thing to try and do this in the situation. I think it would make a bad situation worse. How can it get any worse? You're looking at New York City. It's burning. How can it get any worse? Anyway, he says, also, I don't think it's necessary. Why would you even say it? So anyway, he says, I believe the NYPD can do this because the NYPD has done this. Turn the police loose. Right. That's what I say in all this. Turn the cops loose. They will restore order. Take those handcuffs off of them. Take the handcuffs off the police. They will restore order as sh- as sure as I'm sitting here. They will do it. So you send the National Guard in there, like they did in Minneapolis. What happened? One night they shut it down. No casualties. Now how'd they do it? Right? Rubber bullets, tear gas. Done. But now a curfew. Right? They put a curfew in uh, from 8 p.m. to 5 a.m. and it's going to continue the rest of the week. So essentially, GPR is LA under a curfew. Yes, we're under six curfews. Six. Okay. What is Six p.m. curfews. 6 p.m.? Wow, 6 6 p.m. Okay, and what happens if you're caught out past then?
2: Depends upon what city you're in. In my area, I have yet to see a police officer. Of course, we have a large, I mean, it's a a minority community. And it's in parts of our neighborhoods down down below, down the hills. It's very dangerous for them. Like, extraordinarily dangerous for them. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, we don't see them. So, pretty much there's nothing because there's no cops. (laughs)
0: But we're policing our neighborhoods. Oh, well, yeah, that's good. You guys have neighborhood watch in your in your neighborhoods. Yes. Yeah. We, okay. Well, we do. We, we have a, essentially a neighborhood watch. Yes. OK, well, that's good. Well, to continue here, which this idea was was floated from um, from the governor talking about bringing in the National Guard and de Blasio. Right. De, <laughs> listen to this. Right. De Blasio said that bringing in the National Guard could make things worse. This is a quote from him. When outside armed forces go into communities, no good comes from it they're not trained for the circumstances here. You had no problem a month ago bringing them in there to deal with a pandemic, did you? You had no problem with that. You had no problem bringing them in and giving them pep talks on national TV and talking about how they were going to change lives and make history. But when your city's burning, then you have a problem with it. The, the, the hypocrisy with these people is, is just it's paramount. Well, right? because it's beyond.
2: Because he, remember the number one rule of all politicians. You know what it is, correct? Deny and redirect. Yeah, deny and redirect. No, get reelected. No, no, get reelected. The number one rule of all politicians is to get reelected. If your people and if the vast majority of your voters are pro riot, burn, whatever, guess what you're going with? And that's how it is. And that you can see that with watch how he talks. He goes with whatever the majority's saying. So that's you know. Then we get into the. Is it the majority rules, the minority rules? What is it? His constituents, the vast majority of them, are living in fear, and if he goes against it because he's, you know, his ethnically he's not the same, you know, ethnicity as most of his constituents. So he's uh, well, anything he says is going to be wrong.
0: So he's in a bad position. How would you like to be in his position? Well, I I wouldn't want to be in any politician's position right now. And I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. Especially, Mm -hmm. especially someone like him. This is extremely important. What I'm about to say, historically speaking, when people are scared, would you uh, let me ask you this, GP, you said a lot of people that are his constituents, they're scared right now. Yeah. Yes. Oh, my gosh. They're petrified okay all right now historically speaking historically speaking when mm-hmm. people are scared i can assure you as 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 i'm as I'm sitting here right as someone who has, has cracked open many history books as sure as sure as I'm sitting here when people are scared and they have an opportunity to vote they don't vote for a radical left-wing person do they
2: this is different you gotta <laughs> this we're, is we're not a different, different. situation we this can't is this is different. different because we're under a pandemic It's people in their homes and they're confused and then violence is coming out and people that were normally not violent or people that would normally not participate in the situation are. They just they're venting all their frustrations because this we could call this more of a covid-19 riot than we can a race riot or it's
0: not. It's not a race. Poverty riot. riot. It's not a race right. It's not whatever riot it is.
2: No, it doesn't matter. It's not a it's, race it's,
0: it's, it's, I'll tell you what it is. I know. It is. It is the anarcho-communist revolution. That's what this is. This is has nothing. This has nothing to do with a the pandemic. They don't care about that. It does. They no, they no. no. They, you these people have no. They do. They've been locked up for. Okay, New York's been a lot more locked
2: up than the rest of us. Okay, they they they've, they've and they're and they have nothing but been told. You go outside, you die. You go outside, you die. You don't wear a mask, you die. Okay, they've had. 80 plus days of this, Johnny, 80 plus days of non-stop. New York is number one in deaths. New York is number one in, you know, infections, number one in growth. Number one, every single day for 80 days, you do that to people day in and day out, they snap. And when there's something comes up, so something comes up. And these are young people that normally would be going to school. They're normally would be having either or have a job. They have a things to keep them busy. When people don't have things to do, they go stir crazy. And when people are going, you know, slowly but surely left, left locked up with nothing to do except internet. And that internet media is telling you the world is going to hell. And it's whatever group of people, it's the people that don't believe in climate change that are causing the problems. It's white people causing the problem. It's black people causing the problems. It's, you know, this group of people calling the problem. You start focusing in on that. And after about 80 days of focusing in on that, you start to kind of lose it. And all you need is any kind of match to start it. I would say 20% of these people are, are angry because nobody because of just the coronavirus situation. And another 20% because of race. And another 20% because of poverty. And another 20% for it. They hate politicians. And, and the other 20% are probably the people... Just going, I wonder how much stuff I can stir up. But nobody's unified. They're not all unified in what they're doing. They're going to say they're unified, but they're not.
0: They're not unified. But my point is, is that my point is, is that they don't need a pandemic for this. They don't need a, a, you know, a, a terrible murder of a poor black man to do this. They had this in the cards for themselves anyway. They were just looking okay. for a reason, and yes. this is the reason they have. So it doesn't matter, it doesn't matter if there's a pandemic. It doesn't matter if people are cooked up. My point okay, is Okay, so so, is so wait.
2: If if it, if it was a if it was a white gentleman and a black officer, let's reverse the situation. Would we be in the same
0: situation right now? No, because it doesn't fit the agenda. They needed something solid. They needed something real that they could sell. That was the point. They had to pick something that was with the agenda that the media can carry for them. That's what it was all about. They needed something and it had to be so blatantly obvious that they could capitalize on it. And that's what they've done. They've been waiting for decades to do this and now they have their opportunity to do it. This is it. This is it for them. They don't have any other option. They have to go and they have to go now. My point is you could have had a pandemic. You could not have had a pandemic. It doesn't matter. They don't care. Right. They don't care about a pandemic. They don't care about the, the situation that it causes. They care about stirring people up. Right. I'll agree with you on that one. So, yes, you've got a lot of people that are stir crazy. I'll give you that. But the fact is, is at the end of the day, they don't care. They don't care. They're going to do it anyway. <laughs> do you know how many people took over Russia? Twelve hundred people. There's more than yeah, twelve hundred people here. A lot of There's countries. 1, very few. Yeah, a majority. Look at, look at, look at, look at Cuba. Yes, you know, a major- and you know something it's <laughs> interesting to thing greater. about Cuba, interesting thing about <laughs> Cuba. Castro, <Yeah>. Castro's revolution. <laughs> do you know who carried his message for him? Do you know who his revolutionaries were? They were young, middle class, university graduates. What do we have here? Same type of groups, same type Depending of people on what City, but yes. Doesn't yeah, it doesn't matter. But the fact is is that this is a situation we're dealing with, okay? And largely, largely, yes, I will say Antifa's involved in this. Of course they are, right? We, we pointed them out yesterday. I'm like, yep, that one, that one, that one, yep, those are Antifa. But yeah. do you know who the militant wing even behind that is? It's the DSA, okay? The AOC crowds, which she's a member of, by the way, the DSA. Yep. They're the ones that are behind this. Those people surely don't care. We went over their, uh, their thing. That was nothing but revolutionary talk through the whole damn convention mm-hmm. they had. So they don't care. They don't care about a pandemic. It's not about that. That just gave them a means to stir up the masses. that were already ready to be antagonized anyway. That just gave them an opportunity. But they needed a spark. They needed something, something that was irrefutable, something that was solid and something that they could capitalize on. And with George Floyd, they took it. And now that's what's kicked their revolution off. Okay. here's the
2: question I have for all of you guys. Mm-hmm. All of these assault, all these officers killing, you know, mind, you know, p- killing people. They're all in Democrat states, right? In Democrat cities with Democrat mayors and Democrat. This. Um,
0: a majority of them, yes. Why? Oh, I'm
2: just, I'm just hammering out a theory. If you want an agenda, and you want a political party to follow along your agenda? You would make sure all the cop killings, you know, you would. It's just how how these are, I mean, how these are going about. They're always in Democrat cities, Demo- you know, Democrat-controlled areas, yes. Democrat this. Yes. But nobody talks about that. Nobody talks about it. It's the Democrats that run the government. It's the Democrats that are controlling everything. It's a Democrat-run police department run by Democrat mayors and Democrat governors. What the hell? Why don't we see this? Why aren't we seeing this in Republican areas? Are we? uh not that i'm aware of I'm I, I, I only, I only there's a thousand names
0: i had to go through by the way so i'm 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 only into like 50 i'm not, yeah i'm Democrats open to before. uh i'm open to if you can find where it's happening in republican cities which I'm, are there republican cities are there any? yeah 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 oh my
2: god ohio's got like
0: four cities don't say columbus that, don't say no, cincinnati don't say no, cleveland no, no. don't say akron don't say Toledo. Oh, it is Akron. I thought Akron are all was Democrats. Republican. No, no, those are all Democrats. Those are all blue cities, man. All of them. Most, Most of them. the major cities are blue. Okay. Let's talk Philadelphia. This is uh, this. Uh, this is and I'm out. <laughs> are you leaving? I'm, I'm going to listen, but. Okay. I, so uh, I'm, a man I'm dies. Angry. Yeah, okay. A man dies in uh, in Philadelphia after attempting to break into uh, after attempting to break into an ATM with explosives. So there was a group of people that were going around the city and blowing open ATMs in the midst of all this. They they tried to get, I think it was like ten of them, and one one to- or one of these attempts it was a botched attempt, and one of the explosives went off and um, Uh, and it killed the guy. It was a a 24-year-old guy. He put an explosive device on the ATM by the sidekick sports bar, and the device went off. He was thrown to the ground uh, with serious injuries. He was rushed to a nearby hospital, and he died. Bruce, you got any comments on on the ATM guy? Well, first of all,
1: humans dying, bad. Uh, It's tragedy. I don't want to see people dying. Uh, At the same time, congratulations, Darwin Award has been awarded. I mean, seriously, (laughs) you, you do stupid stuff like this, this is what happens. I mean... So, yeah, I, I I'm I feel bad for losing human life, but at the same time, you're you're acting stupid.
0: And so you're
2: saying he's responsible for his own actions, and it wasn't a, a higher power that told him to do it.
0: Yeah. Okay. Well, it, if you guys if you guys are just curious, um, the hashtag uh, Philly Explosions is now trending on Twitter in the U.S. So if you want to go and follow that, get in on that conversation, you can. That'd be great if I had a Twitter account.
2: You're not a twitter follower. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> i like how he puts that at the end now see you know the worst part is the worst part is is then I know, get <laughs> I know it's gonna be it twitter yeah. follower i know it's gonna be a follower. yeah okay so uh let me see. All right, GP, you're in here. Uh, do we want to end on something positive? Since, you, since you're since you in here, we usually like to end on something positive. Yeah, oh, yeah. I see you do, Johnny. I see you do. We've had an interesting conversation this afternoon, but I mean, I'm trying to think of okay, something Okay. The um, oceans right on. now,
2: currently right now, oceans, one of the one of the cool things that's going on um, with the lack of boat traffic is a lot of fish have had the opportunity over this last period of time to reproduce without human intervention, and so we're getting more marine life along our coastal areas, including great white sharks. <laughs> I mean, people are like, "Oh my God, no sharks!" No, but it's, it's a necessary portion of our biosphere. You know, part of our—it's nature. We need everything. You know, it's a circle of life, and it's pretty awesome. It's pretty awesome to see that we're having a uh, we're having a growth spurt in our oceans. Don't know about anywhere else. But that's what I got.
0: I actually heard that. Got? I actually heard that the uh, the Great Barrier Reef down in Australia was actually starting to see some life come back to it. That, that's, that's what I heard. Yo, oh, awesome! Yeah. Now I don't know if there's any truth to that, but I did see that headline float across my desk today. So yeah, yeah. And on top of that, right. To to coincide with that, right? To take with your uh, pick up a piece of trash narrative, right? Your mm-hmm. pick up a piece of tr- that you know what? If you were on Twitter, GP, pick- that would be your hashtag. Hashtag pick up a piece of trash, right? <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. we're, we're gonna have to we're gonna have to get you on Parlor. So you uh, d- the hell with Twitter, right? Twitter's Twitter's done, All right, That's a that's a. <laughs> That's a disgusting hell for the no, left. nothing
2: wrong with Twitter. I mean, there's still... No, there's still... There are people, logical people, especially in the science community
0: that, and the medical community that do use Twitter and okay, we're talking right. about well, studies and stuff of that nature. Okay. All right. All right. Fair enough. All right. I'll, I'll yield to that. I'll, I'll give you that. But anyway, your pick up a piece of trash uh, mm-hmm. thing that you uh, that you promote around here, uh, which is great, by the way. Mm-hmm. The Great Barrier Reef also... Pick up masks also, and gloves right now. Yeah. But the Great Barrier Reef is also seeing a downturn in the amount of plastics that are washing up on shore because oh, of no human activity. Great. Right. So, I mean, ocean plastics, big problem. Right. Big problem. So this is one of the things that they're seeing a, a massive reduction in because of all this reduction in plastic life coming back life booming in the uh, the Pacific. Yes. Mm-hmm. So great thing. Anyway, GP, we're coming up. Yes, sir. In, we're, we're just now into June. Do you have your garden in yet? yes yes i've got uh, three large garden boxes going yes i got uh, okay peppers. what are we what are we growing
2: uh everything from uh well not asparagus i was gonna say asparagus or bro i'm not even doing broccoli this year i'm doing a lot of peppers i've got tomatoes of course i've got some kale growing i've got a few eggplants quite a few eggplants cucumbers a uh, chi- lot of chinese long beans um uh snow peas but they're not really snow peas they're a variation of them um sweet peas uh yeah a lot of good stuff radishes (laughs) my i am doing terribly uh i've done historically terrible with the radish scenario and i i am not going to quit until i can finally be successful with them but we'll see okay, this year yeah.
0: again. Radishes are hard to grow. As a matter of fact, I got oh a couple of things out there growing out. Too. It's just, yeah. yeah, it's it's tough. Uh, I've got, of course, my herb garden. I keep that going, you know, most of the year anyway. Mm. I bring it inside uh, and I, I make sure that I keep with it. But, you know, I've got my uh, my sage, my rosemary, my, uh, my parsley, oh, that too, my yeah. basil and all that stuff. Yeah, it's all, that, all mm-hmm. that stuff. You know, I ran through so much lettuce last year. Like I grew my own lettuce where you just go out and you picked off the leaves that you want. Right. That kind. So. I I did a whole bunch of lettuce last year, and it's fantastic for sandwiches and salads and stuff. Of course, you know, tomato plants are in, so all that stuff. That's what we got going on today. But anyway, I thought we'd end on a positive note. You know, we're talking about all this serious you know, nonsense and stuff. So I thought we'd end on a positive note. Glad you brought up the oceans. That's a uh, that's a great thing because I've been seeing some articles float across about uh, about what's going on with the oceans and stuff. So that that's a that's a fantastic thing. And of course, now's the time to start getting your crops in. If you haven't already, you know, get them in great time of the year. Great time of the year. Uh, I would say go to the pool and relax. But uh, unless you have a pool, I think all the pools are closed. Right, because of COVID. Still COVID. That's yeah, It's nonsense. Okay, we will go ahead and call that an end. Uh, appreciate you stopping in, GP. I thought you weren't going to be here. right? I thought you were going to be. Uh, thought you were going to.
2: Oh, gone. I had to come home and relax a little bit from uh,
0: taking yeah. care of some errands and stuff. Hundred mile an hour through a community area, it's, you know, on a motorcycle. It's got to be tough. Got to be tough when you're chasing down some degenerate uh, that almost ran a kid over. So. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Yeah, I am. Um, All right, and I. Yes. Bad, by the way, I don't
2: suggest it to anyone. <laughs> Take a couple breaths. When you see something bad event, think about the bad things that can happen from what you do and then proceed. But and normally I'm never caught off guard like this. I normally don't instantly go to hot.
0: <laughs> so it's a it was a pretty, was a unless, pretty good shocker. I'm gl- unless unless there is a guy that takes your twenty dollars. And heads off he did not uh, North on he, No Takes He broke your our bond He, bro- he broke yeah, our broke bond. Your bond Broke your bond That's right Broke he your broke bond Broke our bond mm-hmm. So Okay Alright thank you guys For your time today And from all of us here Wherever you are in the world We thank you for listening Because it's all of you That listen That make this all possible We love you And we love freedom And independence And together we'll continue To fight for those In the marketplace of ideas So we'll see all of you tomorrow